Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Let us think of the words of Simon Peter in John 6 and verse 68, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. To whom can we go, friends? Well, let's think on these things, and I want to pause and always give a thank you to our Jay Webb. You'll hear Jay throughout our broadcast with our study offers and information about us here at International Gospel Hour. And greetings to all of you who tune into our broadcast, who listen to us in a variety of ways, whether over the air, radio, internet, or maybe even through our podcast platforms. Thank you for being with us. Again, the words, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Those words of Simon Peter in John 6 and verse 68, and there is none other to whom we can go but Jesus Christ. When we have questions, He has the answers. And through His word of all authority, the Scriptures, we are able to find our answers to the things pertaining to life. And with that said, friends, before us is our special Q&A broadcast here on Are You Listening? of the International Gospel Hour. Let's consider our questions today, but before we begin, here is a special free study that parallels with our study today about the Q&A. Here is our J. Webb with a special free Bible study offer just for you. Answering Questions to Christianity is another free study we offer from IGH. Are there questions you have about Christianity? Would you not love to have a biblical answer to those questions? Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Question Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Question Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Question Study in the message box. We trust this study will help with answers to questions you may have. Let's go back to Jeff. Our first question Actually, there are two questions in one concerning do not resuscitate. Number one, is this a form of suicide by the person desiring this? Number two, is the caregiver making the decision or enforcing one's request reflecting a form of murder? First of all, dear friends, there are two things. Number one, life is from God. That's Acts 17 and verse 25. And nobody has the right to destroy that life, whether by suicide or homicide, a decision to take a life that God has given. And second, according to Hebrews 9.27, death is a reality. And if you think about it, kind friends, we are all terminal. The word resuscitate means to revive, especially from apparent death or from unconsciousness, to restore to consciousness. 
The decision to not resuscitate is carefully decided and usually when all hope is exhausted. One may use the term brain dead where machinery is keeping the body maintained, but no life if removed. In light of Scripture, dear friends, there is no requirement upon one to decide to just remain here, if you will, when the hope of life is not on this earth, but, according to Philippians 1.23, to be with Christ, which is far better, the answer is no in both regards. Wayne Jackson at ChristianCourier.com penned an article about life and death and ethical issues, and I love the phrase that he put forth. There is a marked difference in deliberately terminating one's life and letting natural processes take their providentially permitted course. Allowing death is not the equivalent of producing death. Here's our second question. From 1 Corinthians 11.10 we read, For this cause ought the woman to have power on her own head because of the angels. Now we bring forth two questions on this passage. What does because of the angels mean? And what is the power she is to have on her head? Now throughout the passage of 1 Corinthians chapter 11, the overall meaning is the God-given divine order of things. We would refer to Genesis 1 and verse 2 and Ephesians 5 verses 22 and following. Now, from verse 12 of 1 Corinthians 11, we must note the phrase, All things of God, with the purpose and the theme being in verse 3. And answers to both questions are placed under the overall theme, All things of God. Going to the second question helps to answer the first, and that the power she is to have is noted in later translations as a symbol or something used to remind the woman of the authority before her so that she is the absolute best she can be for God, with a focus back on verse 3. There is a myriad discussion of the phrase, because of the angels. One, how the woman appears in subjection unto angels, or number two, the ministering angels, or number three, how angels cover themselves. In turn, women should cover or veil themselves, as discussed in this chapter. But dear friends, it appears in context this continues the authority of matters, and the angels here are used as a symbol of authority unto God, to remind woman to be the same. We always go back to the ultimate authority again, verse 3. The head of Christ, the head of man, and the head of woman is ultimately God. And woman's power over her head recognizes God's authority and her submission unto His will. Dear friends, that is an in-depth study, but it's well worth looking at. Women have tremendous authority and power of what God has given unto them. Let's consider our third question. In Genesis 1 and verse 26, it says, God created us in His own image. Since God doesn't sin, why do we sin? Well, let's go to Genesis 1, 26 and read where God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. 
Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Now the phrase image here is not referring to the physical, but the spiritual, for God is spirit and not physical. This is affirmed in Hosea 11 and verse 9 and John 4:24 that God is spirit. We are created in His image in the fact that we are created and not evolved. We are beings that live on with a spirit that returns unto God who gave it, Ecclesiastes 12:7. Individuals who were and are fearfully and wonderfully made, Psalm 139:14. Now, friends, we sin because we are human and fall short of the glory of God, Romans 3 and verse 23. But we were reminded earlier in Romans 3 that there is none righteous, no, not one. That's Romans 3 and verse 10. But how thankful are we that the Father in His eternal purpose for man saw the world's need for a Savior. I love to consider Revelation 13 and verse 8 how Christ was slain from the foundation of the world. Before God said, Let there be light, He knew that He would send His Son, the light of the world, John eight twelve, in order to redeem man. And it was through the eternal purpose of God that such happened. That eternal purpose that we learn about in Ephesians 3, verses 8 through 11. To God be the glory that we can take the time to study these questions to open up the Word of God, and to see further what God would have us to do. Dear friends, I'd like to pause, and I know our J-Web usually does this, but I have a few extra moments to share with you. We would love nothing more than to send you a free sample of our Bible Correspondence course. It's a 30-part course that we would love to send you the first three lessons, see what you think, and give them a try. You can reach out to us at the International Gospel Hour. You can call us at 855-IGH-6988 and leave us your name, address, and just say Bible Correspondence Course or Bible Course. That's all you need to do. Again, you can call us toll-free at 1-855-IGH or 444-6988. And again, all we need is your name, address, and just say Bible Course. And again, you can go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com and click on the contact tab and leave the same information, and we will send that study to you as soon as possible. We would love for you to try that study absolutely free, under no obligation. Everything we offer here is absolutely free. I want to come back and wrap up our broadcast today, but let me now bow to our Jay Webb as he will talk to you about our friends at housetohouse.com. We at International Gospel Hour appreciate our co-laborers at HouseToHouse.com, an outstanding website with topic research, free materials, and an excellent media section. Check it out today at HouseToHouse.com. That's HouseToHouse.com. Dear friends, thank you for joining us for our special study today on the Q&A We bring these questions to you from time to time. These are questions that through my years in local preaching, individuals would submit my way for study and to consider those things that are ahead. 
There is nothing wrong with seeking out the answers as long as they are from the Word of God in light of what He has commanded us. When the question is asked, what must I do to be saved? The Word of God says to believe in Christ, John 8, 24, to repent of our sins, Acts 2, verse 38, to confess Him before man, Acts 8, 37, to be baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins, Mark 16, 16, and Acts 2, 38, and to begin a faithful life for our Lord, Revelation 2, 10. Let us help you with any question you might have, and until next time, keep listening. I'm Jeff Archie of the International Gospel Hour. Keep listening, friends. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh!